leaders in the other gospels and so that works itself in for the other gospels to, to fill out the situation. This is early in Jesus' ministry. And this is the calling of some of his first disciples. But chapter 5, starting at verse 1. Now, it happened that while the crowd was pressing around him, if you look back into chapter 4, you find out why they're pressing around him. He had healed many people, so there were people with diseases were pressing him, were pushing forward. They wanted to touch Jesus so they could be healed. So the crowd was pressing him around him, and, and they were also listening to the word of God as he was teaching. And he was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, where the Sea of Galilee is what we usually call it. And he saw a few coming at the edge of the lake and thought he was being smashed by this huge crowd. He looked over and saw the boats, the fishermen had gotten out of them, they were washing their nets. Now, I'm going to stop for a moment and make a little commentary here. The fishermen were around Jesus, and they were around the crowd. But they were working on their nets, they had stuff to do. That's their spectators. I'm assuming that they've been watching out of the corner of their eye. Uh, perhaps they were doing what we call multitasking. The best way you try to do two or three things at the same time and you don't do any of them. Well, you just get them done, right? Sort of, maybe, if you want to. Uh, perhaps they were multitasking. They were there at the fringe of the crowd. As in verse 3, he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, uh, who was called Peter, and his brother was Andrew. And he asked Simon to put out a little way from the land, and he sat down and began teaching the people from the boat. But there are two reasons Jesus said that, and I'm pausing you, don't come getting out that too. Two reasons Jesus said that. One, it's not real smart to stand up and vote. Stand back and try. Not a big boat, a small boat. Stand up on the cruise line, that's one thing. You try standing up and you do it. You don't understand why it's not smart to stand up in the boat. Now, if you get out of the car, you won't know that you're sitting in the canoe. And Jesus said that because it's not a smart thing to stand up in the boat. The other reason he sat down is that was the official position for teaching. In Jesus' day, he got to sit down, and everybody else had to stand up closer. Those were the days. So Jesus got on the boat and sat down. This is a signal to everybody when he stood up to know you can stand up in the boat. And two, he's teaching. Because we listen. But this is not the first time Jesus had interacted with these, uh, with these men. Andrew was a, son of, uh, a disciple of John the Baptist. He tells us over John, in the Gospel of John, that Andrew had been with John the Baptist's disciples, and he had heard John the Baptist describe Jesus as the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. And he had followed Jesus for a while, and he'd gone to tell us his brother Simon, Peter, who found the Messiah. Had some contact with Jesus. 
connection with this story with partners with Peter Andrew in the fishing business, and Andrew James and German, the South of Zebedee. And it looks like, from everything we can tell, that their mother, Mother James and John, was a sister married to Mother Jesus, which would then make, you know, cousins. So this is not the first time Jesus has interacted with Peter and Andrew, James and John. They know each other. This is not a cold call. Well, some of you know what it means to make a cold call. You know, I got the phone, I had a number go, hi, would you like to make a donation to Heaven Down the Highway? Would you like to buy that? And you know how they all love those kinds of phone calls. This is the guy knocking on the door and they're like, would you please sign this petition? No. This is somebody that they do.
is not always better. Providing free services and definitely the complaints of Christians is not our mission. Highlighting Christians, restraining the church's fishery and facility resources, and harming the church's ability to reach the lost as a pastor. When you're modifying and sending souls, you get impatient with people who get in the way. They interfere with that goal. Gay communities have polite but firm letters and families who attend church services and freebie events, but never volunteer, never tied, and do not belong to a small group or other ministry. The church estimates that of its 8,000 regular attendees, only half have volunteered in the past two years, and a third have never given to the church. Thank you. 
Thank you. 